What's up, YouTube and Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending April 3rd. Man, we are already in April. April isn't, baby. isn't Easter normally the first weekend of April? That's weird this month that the Easter falls on like April 19th or something like that. Yeah, yes, I don't, you know, I, I can't keep track of the Easter. It goes, mm. it keeps changing. It's a Sunday. I know that. And it's either very good, April Ryan. or May. Or May. <laughs> very good, Ryan. On that note, it's on a, it's on a Sunday. So uh, why you guys are congating, let's say the word. This is why I love our audience because uh, H&H Comics says, uh, oh, wrong one. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Kieran Marr says, Easter is the first Sunday after the first full moon after the vernal equinox. Yeah, why? I, I don't know. I have no Pagans. idea what the vernal equinox is, <laughs> but I'm going to take your word for it. So, uh, <laughs> why? Is, is pa- but the why is pagans for sure. That's a pagan thing. <clears throat> Even don't say the word pagan. Equinox. <laughs> you will, you will, you will pull out my Uhtred in me if you say I pagan. Oh, I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Destiny is all. What, wasn't that great? Five. My God, I so bought good. tears so good. of joy and 
Sorrow and everything. It was a phenomenal, what? phenomenal show. Hey, I think they're going to do a movie, right? Yeah, the season six is going to be a culminate in a two-hour movie called The Seven All Kingdoms Must Die or Seven Kingdoms Must Die. But anyway, hey, this is the cover price top ten. I'm going to dispense with the introductions because at 6.30, right after us, go check out the girls at Nearing Nirvana. Their show is right after us. They were. They said, hey, we realize we're at 6 p.m. the same time as you guys. We're going to push back to 6.30 so we can watch your show. So That's I nice appreciate stuff. that. And I want to give you got them a shout-out. So make sure you check out Nearing Nirvana after the Lord show at 6.30. See that? That's what you call... Uh, Simulance. Synergy. Simulance, do you? This show is sponsored by our friends over at price, uh, CoverPrice.com. Your price guides, collections, and trends. Uh, also, our friends over at Key Collectibles, uh, Forcepick.com, Instagram.com, Forcepick, Key Collectibles. Also, our friends over at KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to save 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives. This drops tomorrow it looks good that's in the sex noon eastern nine pacific this is hulk number six this is the clayton crane exclusive and this looks dare i say badass yes, I, it is dope all right uh so once again this is the cover price top 10 and let's get right to it as usual there's always a book that doesn't quite crack the top 10 we like to call that the runner-up what do we got for this week's runner-up well, this week we got uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 13 from 2019. So the first appearance of Billy Morales. Well, it's confirmed that Billy Morales, sister of Miles, will take the mantle of Spider-Smasher in the upcoming Miles Morales, Spider-Man 38. This has given the first appearance of her as a ghost trend and also boosting up it with 12 copies sold. Had a seven-day uptrend of 141% and a high sell of $75 for a raw copy for this cover A. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Was there a time jump or something? Because Billy Murray, I thought his sister was like a baby. Well, I'm sure it's going to go into like Spider-Verse in a way. So there's definitely yeah. going to be like it's Spider-Smasher is going to come from another universe is my guess. Yeah. All things Spider-Man are hot as hot, hell. Hot, Just hot. wait his way to into this multiverse or spider-verse 2 comes out uh, have they showed anything be... on that yet shown no we just got that one little trailer so mm-hmm. uh but you know spider-man india and uh spider-punk are all yeah. going crazy Great. um i won't tell you what else to look for maybe in a future episode i think i told mm-hmm. you in the past what to look for so uh go look for a long-term spec list on uh spider-man <laughs> on on previous channels and you see who the main villain is all right miles morales spider-man number 13 coming up at uh the runner-up what have we got for number 10 starting off the 10 this week is black number one this is from black mass publishing from back in 2016 and deadline recently reported the first Purge Helmer, Gerard McMurray, to adapt Black Comic for Warner Brothers Studio 8. This news instantly helped all covers of this first issue trend. This first print took lead with 17 copies sold at a seven-day uptrend of 151% and a high sale of $199 for a CGC 9.8. If you're interested in raw copies, they're currently trending at around $39 at the fair market value, baby. Is it only me, or does this have a Banksy vibe to it? it uh, if you ever like seen Banksy, um, mm-hmm. I say that because I'm taking my my lady to a, a Banksy exhibit uh, in L.A. Um, it's I a, think they're bringing one to Detroit as well at the DIA. It's virtual. Right? It's weird. Oh, it's so. virtual. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, all these art exhibits now are virtual. Where you just 
throw on immersive goggles and you go around and I guess see art. I guess I don't know how that cool. works, man. I'm Ryan. You could probably tell me you're you're deep in the virtual world. I don't even think you're real. I think you're virtual right now. I, I think you're 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 an algorithm I'm of a some type weird. You're a construct. You're a, dare I say you're a variant. All right. So uh, number ten on the list is black. Number one. What do we got for number nine? Well, we got our first Star Wars book on the list. So Star Wars, War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt, number one. This is the Bernard Chang. Uh, this is a one-shot. As frequently noted, Star Wars comics are ripe with first appearances and uh, that they can barely pronounce, says Matt DeVoe. <laughs> Due to this, it doesn't take much of a Star Wars book to trend up. Recent highlights around this issue and its various variants are a perfect example of this. This issue features the first full appearance of the bounty hunter, Deva Lumpup. It's unknown if we'll see her in the future content. However, her unique, her fun and unique look have made her a recent fan favorite. We tracked 20 copies last week, sold seven-day uptrend of 144% and a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8, while the raw copies are trending at a fire market value of a good old $12. So look for these. They do have the 1 in 25 ratio variant. There is also a second print. So make sure you get out in there and look in those dollar bins. Yeah. I like this one because she's uh, a Nihil and she can live for a very long time. So you may see her pop up in the High Republic era. Is she the same race as? Uh, oh no, no, different. I'm th she gives me that vibe of that uh, bounty hunter, the with the white skin <clears throat> and the kind of the dreads in the back of her hair. She was in uh, Phantom Menace, and you never saw her. Again. Oh. Uh, uh, I think you saw her in uh, Sam Vessel cartoon, Aurora Singh. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. Aurora Singh. Aurora Singh. That's who it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. So peep peep that out, uh, man. I think Justin showed us there was. Uh, if you want, there is a um, pictures of Ahsoka Tano that leaked. Right? Oh um, my god, man! Wow. Ahsoka cool. Tano with the dual lightsabers is absolutely uh, dope. I think I mean she. I mean when I saw her in um, the Mandalorian, I mean that was just you know boom blew my mind. It was absolutely fantastic, man. So uh, you know can't I just wait. started Daredevil again and uh, Claire Temple, man. Let's not forget about her. She that was a great role too. Yeah, she's all just right, a great actress all the way around. Yeah, number nine on the list: Star Wars: War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt, number one. All right, number you got the returning champion for number eight. What do we got for number eight? Yeah, point one, number one. This is, uh, as noted, we've talked about rumors that both Richard Ryder and Sam Alexander versions of Nova are in active development. Sam's first appearance is in this issue. It's super hot with 32 copies sold. It had a seven-day uptrend of 93%, and it had a high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8. Fair market value for um, raw copies is around 40 bucks. I do you think this is a FOMO because people who missed out on you know Richard Ryder Nova? Um, you know? Uh, no, I think this is a legitimate buy. I think we could. I mean, in today's day and age with the teen universe, we've already seen Sam Alexander in the cartoon universe. Yeah, the animated seen. version. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll get Richard Ryder. He'll be Nova in the movies, right? And then yeah. something will happen. We're gonna get a Sam. I, it's gonna happen. Teen yeah. I mean, the, the movies are made for the kids of today, and the kids of today, I think, know Sam Alexander. I think Sam Alexander is the uh, equivalent of 
the um, John Stewart Green Lantern for kids today. Yeah, I can see. They don't really know how Jordan so much. They know. They know John Stewart from yeah, the from yeah, the. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, you know, for our our generation, we know Hal Jordan, right? But yeah. you know, for a whole generation of children that, or kids that grew up watching the animated series, John Stewart is their is their Green Lantern, which yeah. boggles my mind. I was like, really? Okay, but anyway, all right. But uh, either way, yeah, anyway. get uh, them both. Get them both. Yeah, get them both. And if you're an ETA Nick, um, offer ETA Nick. He has two super adventures. Number one, which is a prototype of Nova. <laughs> Uh, go check out That's his awesome. last live stream. Uh, his live stream. I went on there. I said, "Show us," and he showed. He showed it. <laughs> and uh, Nova is only mentioned once in the four pages on it, and they never call him Richard Ryder. There's never a Nova Corps. I think another book that's probably slept on. I think is FF two hundred five, which is the first appearance of the Nova Corps. Um, which I could definitely see, almost like you know the first appearance of the Green Lantern Corps, but you know not as well known. Um, but you know, uh, you know, but man, I mean, who's to say they don't retcon it and make Sam Alexander Richard Ryder's son somehow or something related? He gets the helmet. I mean, who knows how they could do it? But yeah, because well, they had to make a new Nova because Richard Ryder died in uh, part of Annihilation, I do believe. But they, then they brought him back. So oh, spoiler alert! Uh, go read <laughs> Annihilation, man. It's one of the best uh, Marvel crossover events uh that they did in quite a long time but number eight on the list is point one number one to really throw you off all right what do you got for number seven man i can't believe this book is on the list detective comics 670 uh 647 from 1992 so last week it was reported by variety that gotham knights cw pilot cast anna lore as stephanie brown while this is the first appearance of stephanie brown who later appears as the spoiler she's also uh, held the moniker of both Robin and Batgirl, currently yeah. one of the Batgirls. It's known what role, it's unknown what role she will be playing in the show, but either way, this key issue is super hot with 39 copies sold last week, seven day uptrend of 113%, and a high sale of $60 for a raw copy. Man, I need to see how many I have. I might have one or two. Uh, can you re- can you repeat that for me for how many characters this person, this character has been, or how many aliases this per- character has had? Uh, she's been spoiler. She was uh-huh. then a Robin for about mm, seven issues until Batman kicked her out, and then she became Batgirl, and then she uh, is still Batgirl. Well, and then she went back to being spoiler, and then she's now one of the Batgirls in the Batgirls series. So yeah, th- holy cow! All right, that's confusing as hell, all hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. But uh, I never thought I would see this Detective Comics on it. Pretty dope cover, too. I dig it, man. I dig I dig the way they draw it. You would it. never, oh, you would skip this book in a, in a bin. Oh, you would never well, know that Justin it Justin probably did at WonderCon. <laughs> everybody probably, everybody <laughs> oh, no, skipped man, I have this. a bunch of these. I definitely am going to pull some out and see. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely have the multiple comments right. Monday next week. All right. And so her dad, seven... Isn't her dad a villain? Who's her dad? Yeah, Clue Master. Clue Master. Clue Master. Oh, I dig it. All right. Uh, so Tech Comics 647 for Tech Tuesday, right, Ryan? Yeah. It has to be a Detective Comics to be Tech Tuesday. That's right. Not a Batman oh, I can comic. I post them today. Yeah. There you go. Tech for Tech Tuesday. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, Richard Ryder, what do we got for number six? Well, here we go. Nova number one. This is from 1976. While Sam Alexander as Nova is unconfirmed to appear in the currently in development Nova project. Richard Ryder's Nova is almost a sure thing. His first appearance in this issue has been trending ever since Kevin Feige first mentioned it several years ago. 
This issue is now on fire with official confirmation with 42 copies tracked at a seven-day uptrend of 108% and a high sale of 750 smackaroos for a CGC 9.6. Man, I, I s- still think like it's undervalued. Shit, I sold I have, one 9.6 last year. Mm-hmm. I have one 9.6 and two 9.4s. Um, I have two un- uh, ungraded, two raw. And I was lucky enough <clears throat> to get them signed uh, by Marv Wolfman. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, but for the longest time, I mean, a 9.6 wasn't, it was hovering like at three hundred dollars, but uh, you know what? Little trade secret. Get issue number twenty-five too. Get that book. Yeah, the last issue. Yep. Yeah, it's a great cover too. Yep. Uh, on issue number twi- twenty-five. You know, there's there's a there's a whole subset of collecting that collects last issues, um, like the last issue of a Master Kung Fu where he kind of walks into the sunset. Um, I think that's one twenty-five, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or is always confused that with Defenders one twenty-five, which is the last uh, issue. I mean, there's a whole subset of collecting that collects last issues. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're halfway through the list, boys and girls. That means uh, it's time to hear from our sponsor, MySlabs. Are you tired of paying 10 15%? Join the 1% revolution for both slabbed and raw copies. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. Yeah, so it's 1% for slabs, and I think it's 3% for uh, raw uh, sets or raw singles. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be... I think it's time for me to put my well, at least one of my Novas on uh, my slabs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it'll I think sell. It, uh, it's a great platform. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Follow their Instagram. They they actually show you sales and how much they were the the how much the seller had to had to pay in fees. Yeah, it's, and they uh, show you mm-hmm. new postings as well. So it's a yeah. great uh, great site. Yeah, yeah. I just threw up some and, uh, Silver Age flashes on there on my slabs. There I'm you sending uh, twenty five. KRS variants to CGC and holy cow! Good luck with that. Posted. Yeah, that's gonna be All great. Right. All right, so number six on the list is Nova number one. David seeking your comics was like saying we, he wants Sam Alexander. Nobody wants Richard Ryder. Uh, I have a feeling, David, you're sitting on a bunch of Sam Alexanders, and that's why you're saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, since you know tonight technically is Moon Night. Um, you know, at least at midnight for me, it's only apropos that this is uh, number five on the list. Hey, it's our first one after week one. So Moon Knight number one from 1980, the highly anticipated Moon Knight Disney Plus series is finally here with the one episode in two hours away or a few hours away for Mr. Episode two for uh, for uh, the West Coast guys. So this series is unlike any other piece of the Marvel content and creatures, intriguing and unpredictable and new additions the MCU. The interest in this first issue spiked last week with 49 copies sold at a seven-day uptrend of 105% and had a high sale of $800 for a CGC 9.8. Bam, 800 bucks. Wow. 
Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode. I just want to temper people's expectations because I heard the next like two or three episodes is is not, you know, full of action, but the episodes uh five and six, it goes full on bonkers. So, you know, try not to judge a show on just uh, you know, episode by episode. You know what? Let them tell the whole There's story. There's gotta be so. a little story. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. But at the end of Moon Knight one, when we finally got to see the Moon Knight revelation, oh man. Oh, that was tight. That was um, so cool. Because we are going to see Mr. Midnight as well. So there's a lot of storytelling to tell. And it's kind of uh, interesting the way they, they told the story. Like, he's not a he's not a good narrator of his own story because he's crazy, if that makes sense, right? You don't know <laughs> what, you know, I guess, you know. All right, number five on the list is Moon Knight. Number one, what we got for number four? Number four this week is Amazing Spider-Man number 93. This is the Gerardo... Sandoval, one in twenty-five from this year. Ben Riley, a clone of Peter Parker, embarks on a new persona as the villain Chasm. This new role may have will have many fans divided, uh, despite the controversial new shift for of one of the first of many alternate Spider characters. We tracked sixty-nine copies that sold this week. It had a seven-day uptick of a hundred and one percent, and it had a high sale of seventy dollars for a raw copy. Which is respectable. That's but, uh, crazy. Wasn't that clone storyline very controversial? Oh yeah, they hated it. Um, but then you know, because <laughs> the, there, there's that they, the whole clone saga, and also the um, one more day, which everybody is specking on. Everybody hated as well because that pretty much wiped out you know the whole history of Peter Parker getting married to MJ and everything. Um, but you know, comic collectors don't care. Um, but <laughs> You know, there's been rumors that Ben Riley will appear also in uh, that into the multiverse uh, or across the multiverse. I don't even know what the hell it's called. The basically the animated sequel to Into the Spider Across the Spider Verse. Um, you know, um, as well as you know all kinds of stuff. And I and I keep on saying this when the first time that animated film came out, people weren't really going crazy with spec. There was a little spec on Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir, but you know we are living in new and different times, boys and girls. So, um, you know, everything and anything nowadays. So number four on the list is ASM number 93, the Harado Sandoval 1 in 25 variant from 2022. Uh, could we have back to back? Yeah. So let's just keep going with Amazing Spider-Man number 93. This is the Arthur Adams regular cover. So while not completely celebrated, fans were all over this first appearance of Ch- uh, Chasm, causing all the issues to be trending upward 71 copies sold, seven day uptrend of 146%, and a high sale for cover A for a good old $20. Not bad for uh, Ben Riley taking over a new theme. If you were to tell, if you didn't tell me this was Art Adams, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell. Uh, oh, I you know agree. I, Same thing. You know, yeah, because yeah, normally Art Adams is very distinct in his style, but, you know, like even, you know, most people like, you know, the way he draws, you know, women. But uh, also Art Adams did a run on Fantastic Four and you can tell his art style on that as well. Uh, but I, you know, yeah, you couldn't tell me that this, but, you know, Raw Dog, 20 bucks. I'm ASM number 93 from 2022. More new books. Look at that. All right, we're almost there, boys and girls. What do we got for number two? Well, they call this a hat trick because this is Amazing Spider-Man number 93. Again, uh, Patrick Gleason, the Webhead variant. This is very cool. Out of all the Chasm variants, this one by Patrick Gleason is the only one 
that has Chasm on the cover. Kind of. We tracked <laughs> 158 copies sold, seven-day trend of 142%, and a high sale of 25 bucks for a raw copy. So That's you cool, remember cool like Gleason that. was all the rage doing those kind of weird, um, I don't know, web variants, yeah. I guess you could say, Quite right? Um, yeah, he was doing, like they were like profiles of Spider-Man, but it was just done in webs where this doesn't really follow that. But, you know, I think Gleason is starting to get a following. And all it takes is, you know, some hot variants, and then, you know, next thing you know. But this one looks kind of spooky to me. You know, it looks kind of scary, man. I'm down with it, man. Looks like a Rorschach right. test. There you go. What do you see, Ryan? Let's put it to the test. You don't want to know. All right. I do not want to know because I've seen your Facebook. I, I I know you're on some weird stuff. All right. So Amazing Spider-Man number 93, the Patrick Gleason Webhead variant from 2022 as well. Wash. Number one will surprise you, I think at least. What do we got? Well, we got our fourth new release of last week. We got Batman Beyond the White Knight number one from DC Comics. Of course, this is uh, an introductory issue, has several new appearances that could turn into future key bat roles. It's also a fantastic read if you like Sean Murphy and his art. However, it's currently trending due to a cameo appearance of Red Hood's sidekick, a new Robin. It was easily the hottest book of last week, had 268 copies sold, a seven-day uptrend, 345 percent and had a high sale of 34 dollars for a raw copy mm. i would also say it's probably hot because i heard cover a which is this one was low printed or had a lot of uh misprintings so a lot more stores got cover b which nobody really likes so i think that's why this one's a also new robin you well. say i may have to add yeah, this to the collection check. you got okay. a bone arrow okay. badass so we have our 27th Robin iteration. I love it. Uh, hey, I'll give yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah, actually, when this the White Knight series came out, I was uh, collecting it because I thought it was cool, but I did not get this Batman Beyond the White Knight. So uh, there you go, boys and girls. That is the cover price top 10. I will drop the link for Nearing Nirvana. Go check out and support the girls over there and their channel. So uh, right after you guys peep us out, go check out Nearing Nirvana. Ryan, any last words? As always, thanks for joining us on this wonderful Tuesday night. For you on the West Coast, enjoy Moon Night. I'm going to watch it tomorrow um, evening after work. Great show. I'm excited. All right. Dark side art. Nemesis Prime, any last words? Uh, of course, dropping the link in the live chat. Make sure you check out the latest episode of the Comic Con podcast. Uh, this week's episode, which will be dropping on Friday, is going to be a fun recap of WonderCon that you do not want to miss because it will involve me and that guy right there. So um, make sure I you may just pop in week. depending on what time you guys record. Uh, I think we're going tomorrow. So, oh, Wednesday. All right. Well, seriously, I'm. I'm supposed to be a moonlit show on a Wednesday. I already forgot. I can just check my schedule. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. So we will see you Thursday for the cover price shakers of the week. Until next time, boys and girls, go check out Nearing Nirvana. They're live right now. And until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.